change is a journey. It is taking us someplace where we're facing the unknown, definitely. And that can be a bit scary for some people, even if the indicators are saying that it's for the best. Hello, I'm Dr. Michelle McKinney-Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk, where we discuss all things pertaining to living, loving, and overcoming. Well, welcome to another episode. We are in a season of talking about shifts, pivoting, embracing change. All of those things that lead us to a greater place of being a greater us. That's how I choose to look at it. Change can be unwelcome, but it can be a great thing if we know how to embrace it and have the right mindset moving forward. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about recognizing the season, which I elaborate on in my new book, When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next, which, by the way, you need to order, pre-order a copy on Amazon like today. That's your way of showing me support and letting me know that these broadcasts are really blessing you and helping you. They're designed to empower you, to take the fear out of change, and to make you bold and courageous about moving forward. You know, when uh, the Israelites were on their way to the promised land, their fearless leader, Moses, died. I'm sure they were all in a tizzy. Oh, no, we're out here stuck in the wilderness. What's going to happen to us now? And God raises up a guy named Joshua and says, be bold, be strong, have courage. I am going to be with you through this whole journey. And he repeats it to him several times. Change is a journey. It is taking us someplace where we're facing the unknown, definitely. And that can be a bit scary for some people, even if the indicators are saying that it's for the best. So as we ponder how we look forward to change, why we draw back, and all the in-between of the tension between the excitement and the fear, Let's take a music break and come back and dive right in. It's a good story, man. I couldn't believe my eyes. Yeah, man. Say, man. We walk the road to a mayor. 
Don't forget to make your advanced purchase of When Shift Happens on Amazon.com. When you purchase advanced copies, it alerts Amazon something great is happening with this little book over here. Let's aim to make it a bestseller its first week out. Order your copy and don't forget to leave a review. Reviews are very important and they help push sales. So you can support me that way by getting the book and leaving a review. Well, I was talking to you about recognizing the season. I remember many years ago when I lived in Chicago, there was a lady, um, you know, that we all knew was something was off because in the middle of the summer, she would be walking down Michigan Avenue with a fur coat on. And this was the first indication that something was very wrong. It was 90 degrees outside and she was shivering and in a fur coat. Hmm. Now, The same thing would apply if we saw someone walking down the street in a bikini in the middle of winter, right? In sub-freezing temperatures, we'd know that something was a little wrong. It's really important to be able to recognize the seasons of our life, to know when it's time to go. Uh, There was a song that said, you need to know when to fold them, okay? Um, I love that song. It was a country song. I'm I'm a closet country music lover, just so that you know that. But it used to know, you need to know when to fold them and when to go. And that is the truth. For many years, I worked at an ad agency and it was very exciting. I would travel to Los Angeles and New York and meet all kinds of celebrities and and do commercials for Ford Motor Company and McDonald's and Coca-Cola and all these big blue chip clients. And it was exciting. I started there when I was 21. So, you know, it had to be very heady for such a young girl to be in the middle of all this excitement, being wined and dined by directors and their reps, eating at the best restaurants, getting on planes and flying around and staying in fabulous hotels and going on productions. It was very heady. But somewhere along the way, I got a divine discomfort in my spirit. That's all I can call it, a divine discontent. Now, somebody else must have been praying for my job, I know, but I didn't care. I felt like there was something more. Have you ever felt that way, that you're, you're doing well where you are, but there's got to be something more? When that stirring starts in our spirit, we've got to recognize the season, that we're in that fall season where things are falling off and we're beginning to prepare for a dying to self, a dying to the old, a dying to the present to embrace something new in the future. I've got to tell you that 
it can be scary, but also heady, and that you're going to feel uncomfortable. I was quite comfortable where I was, but I was bored. Do you know what I mean? Does anybody resonate with where I am right now? I meet people every day that say, I'm just trying to find myself. And that always confuses me because I think you're standing right here. Where are you? You know, but I understand the thought and the sentiment behind it that something inside of them is longing for something more. They don't quite know what it is. And like I talked about it in the previous episode about life sometimes being like us being in the middle of a toothpaste tube that God has to squeeze out. We feel that pain. We feel that, ooh, the aggravation of it all, being squeezed out of a place that we've grown very warm and comfortable in. And yet there's something else that's screaming inside. I want to do something different. I just don't know what. But if you stop for a minute and think about it, think about what it is you've always wanted to do that you haven't done yet. Think about your childhood dreams. You know, I met the most amazing lady today and she had a dream of being a designer as a child and her parents totally snuffed it out and told her, no, you know, you've got to study something real. And so she became a nurse. But that thing was still inside of her. And she said, I can't do this. And she just blatantly just quit one day and said, I'm going to be a designer. And now she's blowing up and celebrities are buying her things. And it was such an amazing story. And the father who opposed her being a designer now works for her and heads up her operations. Can you imagine? And I think about my own life in the same way. I was able to relate with her on this story because I had always wanted to sing and act as a child. And I got accepted to Juilliard, if you can believe that or not. And my parents, my good African Ghanaian dad said, no, get a real job. And so I went off to study commercial art. But let me tell you something. God is going to have his way in your life. In spite of the naysayers, in spite of parents who don't get the dream and and want to give you a safer environment to grow and flourish in, God ultimately has this last say. Because you know what? I ended up in commercial art after we haggled over what I was going to study for a while. And it led me right back to my dream. Back to the studio, back to the recording studio, working with professionals, seeing how it was done right. God literally used my career to train me for what I'm doing today. I just didn't know it. Like Joseph in the jail and Joseph in Potiphar's house, who did not know he was being trained to become the right-hand man of Pharaoh at the right time. I too was in training. And now guess what I'm doing? Acting and doing music along with my ministry. In Ghana, the place where (laughs) he told me I couldn't do any of those things. Isn't life ironic? And yet there were those times when I felt that divine discomfort of knowing that, yes, what I'm doing is great. I'm being compensated and celebrated well, but this isn't quite it. That's the season. That's the season of change. Hey, listen, if you're enjoying this dialogue, don't forget to pre-order the book When Shift Happens on Amazon and leave a review once you get the book. The season of change requires that we slow down and really reflect on exactly where we want to go. Like a train on the track that's trying to switch tracks, it has to literally come to a halt in order to make the shift over to the new track. Doesn't mean the journey is not continuing. 
It just means that you have to be placed in the right position in order to accommodate the change. And I've got to admit that for me, putting off change was all about being practical. Any practical people out there? I had this small nugget of a dream, but how to make money and keep my current lifestyle was what escaped me. And those things kept me rooted to the spot, too paralyzed to move forward. So I kept talking myself into being happy where I was. After all, many people envied my position, right? And then it happened. I got fired. Yes, I got fired. Remember that toothpaste tube? God will squeeze you out. If you want to stay there and just be comfortable, he will squeeze you out. And you know what? I had the weirdest mix of emotions. It was relief and terror at the same time, you know, because I thought, how is this going to affect me financially, professionally, and everything? But I was excited about having the opportunity to now pursue things that I'd always wanted to do. Guess what was the first thing I wanted to do? Write a book. Yes, that's it. That birthed my writing career. Now, I got to tell you, because when we're in the midst of change, we're still clinging to the familiar, I started trying to work freelance, which was familiar, right? That was not the assignment. At that point, it was to write the book. So I did put off completing it for another year and a half until what happened? A car accident happened. Failed me. I couldn't run around and do my other freelancing work. All that was left was me, the computer, and the book that was yet to be birthed. Once again, the toothpaste tube had been squeezed. Are you feeling the squeeze? Are you resisting change out of practicality? Not taking the plunge because you're going, hmm, how would I survive? Let me ask you, if money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing right now? Let's get to it. Not only do you need to recognize the season and know when to fold them and when to move on to the next assignment, you've got to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. Yes, your comfort zone. You know, if you won't go, God will help you go. I'm going to say that. The word comfortable is quite illustrated. We tend to sit at a table that doesn't disrupt our comfort. Okay, even if we don't like what's being served, let's face it. So we add seasoning and try to change the flavor of what we're eating, and we prefer minimal adjustments over leaps of faith. Past needs and present emergencies can cause you to rationalize finding another mode of living the same way. And this is where we can find ourselves stuck, even though a more exciting life awaits. So what's your comfort zone look like? Are you feeling comfortable or are you just waiting for the next shoe to drop in your life? These are the things you have to ask yourself. To be perfectly honest, my concern about my financial future short-circuited my dreams of a future in which I'd write books and become an accomplished author. What if it didn't happen? How quickly could I earn an income and what would be next after that? My lack of clarity caused me to cling to the familiar, which no longer wanted to claim our friendship. And that is when I became stuck for a season. Are you stuck? As you dance between the tension of what if and I wish. There's a tension between who we once were and who life is pushing us to become. 
The unfamiliar challenges the familiar, and we're left standing in the middle trying to decide our preference, even though we may have no choice. When shift happens, I want you to take the time to consider where you are and what's happening or not happening for you at the moment. I want you to assess what you desire in your present reality. How would you assess your season? What stops you from doing something new? What are your options? And how will you capitalize in what's at hand? You know, we don't do a lot to prepare for the next season, but I think that as we grow in wisdom and in maturity, uh, our insides, that spirit man inside of us, begins to get us tuned, fine-tuned for change. There have been some things that I've been anticipating happening for quite some time, and I just started doing the work. I had no indication that that was what was going to happen, but I wanted to be ready. You know why? Because there's a saying that when opportunity meets preparation, success happens. I want you to be successful. So I want you to listen to that little churning in your gut. What's it telling you? What secrets is it whispering to you? What grandiose dreams does it want you to dare to fling yourself into? Recognize your season. Decide to come out of your comfort zone. Take a risk. Walk on the wild side. Life is worth the living when we take our chances. And you know what? If that thing is brewing in your spirit, that's not just you. That's the Holy Spirit stirring you into action. And as you step out, God's going to meet you there. Like Indiana Jones when he took that step, that leap of faith into nothingness and concrete appeared under his feet. After you take that first step and then another, guess what's going to happen? You're going to walk into the things you've been dreaming of. When shift happens, say yes to your next. Hey, if you enjoyed our discussion today, don't just keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend, like, and subscribe. Consider donating to MMH Ministries. More details in the caption. We'd love your feedback, or perhaps you have a question. Email us at askme at michellehammond.com or DM me on any of my social media platforms. And we'll talk soon.